Tiger Cats. Well, we're still about 30 minutes away from kickoff here on Tiger Cats pregame, presented by Active Green and Ross. Louis B. alongside Andy Fantuz. Still had Andy's car start keys to victory. We'll get today's starting lineups, but right now, time to speak with the enemy. Mike Hogan, radio voice of the Toronto Argonauts on TSN 1050. Uh, Hoagie, want to start with McLeod Bethel-Thompson, a, a journeyman by every sense of the word, making his first career CFL playoff start. Could you tell by looking at him this week? I mean, from what you've seen, from the way he's handled himself, this, does, he, does he look like someone making his first career playoff start? Uh, Mac is Mac. Mac doesn't get phased. I mean, he's just, it, it is who he is. He's a pretty cool guy by nature in terms of, you know, he just takes things as they come. And, you know, he ha- certainly had to have one of those at the end of the week. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's fine. He's ready to go. To, to, to him, he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. Uh, he just, uh, he's just that guy all the time. He, I think he learned a little bit from Ricky. Uh, he's certainly a lot more emotional on the field than Ricky was, but you know, uh, I love Ricky, but so would be a piece of paper, right? Like <laughs> Ricky, you couldn't, Ricky, you couldn't tell if they were up by six touchdowns or down by six touchdowns. He was just, he just went out and looked the same every snap. And I think, uh, McLeod learned a little bit about that, but, uh, yeah, when he gets in a rhythm, he, uh, you can tell he, there's a little bit more swagger there. Yeah, Mike, what, what's one thing about him that had, had created so much success, especially against the Ticats this, this year and their three wins? I think, you know, the, the, especially the, the, the game Thanksgiving where he went off in the second half for over 300 yards in the second half, he got in rhythm, right? Like, you know, he was using every receiver. Um, you know, Curly Gittens is, is kind of lost. You know, the Z position gets lost so often. But, you know, he was feeding him all day. It's just okay, I'm going to identify things, I'm going to trust my read, I'm going to trust my arm, and I'm going to get rid of the ball very quickly. So, you know, when and Davis and the rest of the Hamill defense can't get him. And when, when he was doing that, he looked as good as any quarterback could possibly look in this league. And, you know, it's just getting him in that mindset, getting him in that rhythm. And if the Ticans can't take him out of that rhythm, uh, it could be a, a long 60 minutes. If they do take him out of that rhythm, uh, then it's plan B for the Argonauts, and we'll see what that is. <laughs> well, I guess the, you, you almost answered my follow-up question then. So how, how do the Ticats get him out of that rhythm? What do you expect to see differently this game? I don't know. You know, that, that's going to be the game within the game, right? These guys have played each other four times. Uh, you know, what, what wrinkles can they do? You know, we, we saw, uh, uh, at least I did, I saw some stuff I hadn't seen all year uh, in terms of, uh, well, I won't say why, but I mean, just <laughs> when they had the closed practice on, on Thursday, uh, there were there were a couple of things I hadn't seen before this year. I went, oh, okay, that's interesting. So we'll see if they go to that very much today, or just use that in in certain circumstances. And I'm sure the Ticats will be doing things differently defensively and offensively, and on special teams. And you know, Ryan Bolt's an evil genius, so we'll see what he has, you know, brewed up for today. So I just, that's that's to me as much as as there is on the line, you know, from the football geek perspective. I just want to see what these two teams do differently after seeing each other four times this year, because I can't think of a, two, you know, a situation where two teams have played each other five times at any level of football. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned the, the special teams and how, you know, Jeff Reinbold, I'm sure is, is ready for anything. And he, he's going to have to be, because you know what Boris Beatty has been able to do this season, you know, whether it's, you know, the 13 for his last 13, the six for six over 50, uh, his, the number that jumps out to me is his 67.4 yards per kickoff. Yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 
I, I don't know if it, if it's some if it's because I've been watching so much football lately, and you know I've I've kind of come to appreciate special teams more than ever. But that number really jumps off the page because if you're starting deep, you know, in the shadows of your end zone, you're you're really starting off on your back foot. Uh, exactly, and you know to compare that, you know, uh, Domagallo's at he's at like fifty nine, and Whitford's at about fifty nine as well. So you know that's that's significant and. You know, the, the Argos can use all of that. And the other thing, you know, BD was out here. You know, kickers will go up before a game and they just swing their leg. They put the ball on the tee and they just swing their leg to kick a field goal. He was doing that from 32 into the wind and it was going out the back of the end zone. Like, like he's not stepping into the ball. Like he's standing there just swinging his leg and he's kicking, you know, what would be 45 or 50 yard field goals. It's crazy how strong his leg is. And if the wind picks up, it's... The telltales are kind of fluttering. The banners at the end of the stadium are, are kind of fluttering. It's not a strong breeze, but it's a breeze. Um, he's able to kick through the wind. And, you know, you saw with the with the kick at the end of the, the Thanksgiving Day, the 51-yarder for the wind, from, you know, it, it was a little bit of a breeze, but he kicked it almost out the back of the end zone from 51. Uh, it's He's a weapon, man. And, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't think a lot of people appreciate how much of an advantage that kickoff leg is. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Um, let's let's get to uh, my favorite position, the, the receivers <laughs> here. Uh, you, you, know, you, get, you get Eric Rogers back after yeah. a long absence, and uh, you know how much comfort does that bring Bethel Thompson? And and how has Rogers looked in practice uh, these past you know through practices a few weeks? Oh, he's he's been ready to go. He would have gone Edmonton if the game meant anything at all. So he's been ready for almost a month. Um, so, yeah, he's anxious to go, but he's another big body. And you'll appreciate this more than most. But, you know, you talk about maybe the kickoff leg strength being underrated as a stat. The one thing that is not appreciated enough by the casual fan is the blocking ability of a receiver. And Eric Rogers might be the best blocking receiver in the league. Uh, you know, he's big. He's, he's 6'3", he's 220, um, and loves to block and technically is really sound as well. So that gives, you know, if, if, if Hamilton starts dialing up stuff, Eric could come in and essentially play the role of a tight end um, and then release and, you know, just get his body in front of some of the smaller guys in the secondary, smaller than him, certainly, uh, that Hamilton has. And, you know, there, there are guys who can do that. Uh, you know, Ricky Collins is really good at the box as well. DeMaris Daniels is a big body. So Juwan Breskison is huge as well. So they've got some big guys that can help out in that situation. So it's not just the receiving aspect. But if the Argos, you know, are getting some extra pressure or having trouble with with some of the some of the new linemen uh, that are in, uh, you know, he can always stay in and help out and then release or at least give the Ticats something else to think about. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point. And, and I would expect, you know, all, almost all the receivers to really get involved in the blocking today because it is win or go home. Um, you, you mentioned that time off and, you know, the Argos haven't had a meaningful game in almost a month now. It is, do you think that plays in is any kind of factor leading into this game it is in terms of getting some guys who are nicked up a little bit more time you know if, if we had to go down there for the east semifinal last week uh, i don't think that there was any way dexter mccoy was going to play uh so the extra time off has really helped him and he's ready to go like he's he's really ready to go so um you know in that terms you know the the, the offensive lineman obviously whether it be you know any O-linemen at any level of football, they like that time off to let the body feel, especially at this time of the season. So, um, 
I think, you know, I think this will be a case of rest helping. Is there going to be rust? Uh, the good thing is so many of these guys have played in, in conference championships, or divisional championships before, or breakup games. I think, I think they're going to be ready and know what they have to do physically and mentally to be ready. Mike, we just have a, a less than a minute here. Who, who do you think is the X factor in the defensive front for, for the Argos in that Chris uh, Jones defense? Yeah, obviously Oakman is is the obvious choice. Achim Pong has been really solid. Uh, I I think if it's kind of the under unsung hero, it might be Shane Ray, who hasn't really gotten a chance to to show what he was able to sh- to show us in training camp. Uh, his he is so quick off the edge. Uh, you know, it might be a it might be a pretty good day for him, and and, and we'll see how the the Ticats are able to keep him off uh, Jeremiah. Hoagie, clearly a buzz in the stadium. Uh, nearly twenty thousand fans expected to be at BMO Field. Should be a great crowd. Lots of Ticats fans, lots of Argos fans. Enjoy it. Have a great call, brother. Okay, thank you. And uh, how about we uh, date the uh, book a date the same time next year? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Okay. Uh, well, 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 yeah, absolutely. That's Mike Hogan, the uh, the play by play voice of the Toronto Argonauts.